Hello everybody and welcome to episode 115 of Into the Darkness. I'm Joe Farrar. Hope everybody had a good week. I pretty much did, I guess. My Yesterday was my birthday. And of course we didn't do too much because, uh, well, we uh, we don't have a car. And uh, uh, so we were stranded here. I mean, there is no public transportation in this little small town that we're living in. And uh, so uh, we didn't have no way to get out. Um, so uh, I pretty much stayed at the house on my birthday. We did make a cake and uh, watched a couple of horror movies. I did watch um, a, uh, uh, a TV station that we have um, here um, called Comet, Comet TV. And they had a couple of... That, that station plays some really good horror and science fiction old classics 80s uh, horror movies and science fiction movies and they played uh, uh, two that I have on DVD uh, but I love these movies so I had to I had to watch it one of them was Prom Night and uh, that one's pretty messed up kind of sad at the end if you, if you all uh, have seen it most horror fans has um, so it's kind of messed up at the end uh, but then they played uh, a Hello Mary Lou Prom Night 2. And uh, that one's pretty much more of a supernatural um, movie. Uh, quite different than the first one. But uh, yeah, they, they showed uh, they showed those two movies on, on Comet. And so I, I watched those the other night. And um, I uh, pretty much stayed home. Um, I do appreciate, I had a um, whole lot of uh, Facebook friends sending me uh, birthday wishes. So if any of you all out there are, are friends with me on Facebook, I appreciate the uh, the uh, birthday wishes. And um, uh, it's going to be another year of uh, horror movies. And this will do it all over again until next year. Um I been playing uh there's, there's several hard games out there um that I've played in the past but uh, me and my mother played a, a a dice game that I freaking love. I love this game. It's simple. Um a friend of mine, Charlie Brady, he uh introduced me to it and it's called Zombie Dice. And uh, it's pretty simple. You got uh, 13 dice. Each one of them have uh, has uh, brains on it and uh, footprints and shotgun blasts. And you're supposed to be the zombie. And you roll. The, the, it's in a uh, there's 13 dice in a cup. And you uh, uh, reach in without looking and get three dice out and roll them. And what the object of the game is trying to get as many uh, brains as you can and um three shotgun blasts and your turn is over with but you keep if you if you don't get any shotgun blasts then uh you just keep going as long as you want and uh try to get up to uh 13 brains and the 13 if you the first first person who gets 13 or over is the winner um it's a fun game and uh played that the other the other night so uh, if, if you all are into games, you need to check that game out. Um, 
I uh, listened to several uh, podcasts uh, um, past couple of days, and of course with um, the uh, my friends at uh, Land of the Creeps, uh, they have another really good uh, uh, episode uh, out. They just came out with it, and uh, it's called uh, Virus Horror. Of course, it's pretty um, popular, I guess you could say, in this day and time since the coronavirus. And so, you know, hey, you know, if you got to sit around and uh, stay in your home and everything, watch watch a few horror movies. It's got something to do with the virus. There's several of them out there, and um, I will be talking about one myself uh, next episode. But yeah, check out Land of the Creeps' uh, latest uh, episode. Uh, they're they're going to be talking about virus horror movies. Another um, podcast that I found is uh, one called a horror horror historian. Excuse me, haunted horror historian. Um, they are awesome. It's an awesome podcast. They're uh, they're not too too long. Uh, one of them that one of my favorites is their latest one. It's called My Daddy's House. Creepy as fuck. Um, yeah, it's this one is this one is good, and it's only about maybe 14, 15 minutes long. It's not it's not long at all, um, but. You need to check these people out. It's called the Haunted Horror Historian. And um, check out their latest episode, My Dad's House. Uh, They also have one called uh, I Didn't Believe They Actually Existed. Um, I haven't gotten to listen to that one yet, but it does sound like it's pretty interesting. So, so yeah, check them out. Um, It's uh, at any uh, place where you listen to podcasts. Um, now, for the movies this week, uh, the first one that I want to talk about is one called uh, Jack and Jill. Uh, it's also known as um, The Legend of Jack and Jill. It came out uh, in 2021. It's not rated. It's about an hour and 31 minutes long. Now, this movie is about a horror retelling of the nursery rhyme Jack and Jill. A group of friends grieving a recent loss meet up with with one another only to discover they are being hunted by Jack and Jill. Now this movie is directed um, by Jack Peter Mundy. Uh, He's uh, the one that he directed uh, a movie that I'm going to be talking about pretty soon called uh, Easter Bunny Massacre. Um, that I saw the trailer on that one, and that one looks pretty good. I'm, I'm going to be talking about that. Uh, this movie stars uh, Joe Barker. Um, she plays the mother. Um, Sarah T. Cohen, she plays Bernice. Yeah, she, she was in a movie, um, several movies that I've talked about in the past. Uh, one of them was called Clown Doll, and another one was Cupid. And uh, she's also in the movie that I'm going to be talking about, Easter Bunny uh, Massacre. Um, this movie also stars uh, Lee Hancock. He actually is the one that plays Jack. Uh, he's also going to be in, or is in the uh, Easter Bunny Massacre. Then Antonia 
uh, Williams. She plays Jill. And um, she's in a, a movie that I'm going to be talking about sometime in the near future. Um, it looks really interesting. called The Curse of Humpty Dumpty. <laughs> All these uh, horror movies uh, based off of these nursery rhymes. Um, but yeah, she's in The Curse of the Humpty Dump of Humpty Dumpty. And she is also in uh, Easter Bunny uh, Massacre. Now, uh, this movie... It's it's um, it's a British movie. Uh, it's like, like the synopsis says. It uh, it starts out with um, these two um, twins, a uh, little boy and little girl, are running through the um, of the woods, and they come to a clearing, and they're with their mother, and somebody's following them, and uh, of course the little boy's got got a a metal bucket with him and uh the mother and the two kids are running up this hill or where they're right at the base of the hill and um she uh, stops and tells them that she loves them and that they need to go and run on up the hill and she and she'll take care of them and protect them and so they're hesitant they tell tell her that they they love her and everything and and then they run on up the hill and then it shows this uh, asylum uh, worker um, uh, attacking the mother. And um, then uh, I think fast forward several years later, uh, this reporter is um, walking through the woods, uh, pretty much trying to find the... Uh, Jack and Jill because it's become a legend around the town and um, she she gets uh, uh, attacked and then the uh, the rest of the movies about this this group of people who um, meet up in the woods to uh, have a little camping trip to get their mind off of the uh, the friend that they lost from suicide and um, the rest of the movie is just them trying to survive uh Jack and Jill and uh, the, the the movie is really it, it's it's good um, the acting is okay the cinematography is great and the music the soundtrack is really good um, the makeup is great for Jack and Jill um, it's just uh, I, don't, I don't know they would just it's it's just I guess it just wasn't one of my favorites. Um, I liked the movie; it kept me interesting interested. Um, also liked the ending of it, um, but it it's just there's something there was just something about it that just didn't um, keep me um, very. Uh, well, I mean, I watched the whole thing, but it, it just didn't, you know. It, I don't know how to really explain it. It's a good movie. The acting is okay. Um, cinematography is really good, but for some reason, I just it just wasn't one of my favorites. So I I give this movie an eight out of ten because um, it's it's not a bad movie. I, I suggest you watch it if you're if you're a horror fan. Uh, you you'd like the movie. It's just uh, this wasn't something that uh, really. Um, caught my interest that much um so yeah i give us an 8 out of 10 
you can watch it on Tubi and it's also um, on Vudu. Now, uh, the next movie that I want to talk about is a movie called Skinless. It's come out in uh, 2013. It's not rated. And it's about an hour and uh, 20 minutes long. Now, this movie is about uh, diagnosed with cancer, a brilliant medical researcher tests an unconventional cure on himself with some truly shocking side effects. This movie was directed uh, by Dustin Mills and it stars uh, Brandon Salkel. He plays Dr. Peter Peel. (laughs) Uh, Aaron R. Ryan. She plays Dr. Alice Cross. And Alice Egan. She plays Olivia. Now this movie is amazing. You can tell it's it's an independent movie. Um, it starts out with, uh, uh, this guy, he's a, um, medical researcher, and uh, he doesn't tell his, um, best friend and partner that, um, uh, business partner that, uh, he has cancer right off the bat, uh, but they are trying to cure, uh, make up, a some kind of a serum or a, uh, a medicine to cure cancer, and, uh, they have this um, parasite that uh, they dissected and they pulled out this yuck, yucky thing. It looks, I'm just they're one of those parasites' guts, I guess you could say. And then they um, um, pulled out this little circular, small pebble-like like thing, and that's what they used to um, to make the serum with. And uh, the the doctor had a, uh, or the um, the guy that had um, was um, trying to f- to get this uh, the serum made. He uh, uh, has a girlfriend, and uh, the only friends that he has is his girlfriend. Um, the uh, the guy that's supposed to be um, paying for the research, and his. Uh, his partner, the the female doctor, and um, so uh, they start talking about him and his uh, partner start talking about uh, uh, how he wants to uh, uh, put uh, test himself with this uh, with this serum that they made from this parasite, and she gets pissed off at him and says, you know, that if he does, she she's She's not going to have anything to do with him anymore. It's dangerous. And uh, so they get into this big argument. She leaves and he doesn't listen to her. And it shows where his shoulder, he has this big cancerous spot on his uh, on his shoulder. So he um, takes his serum and he shoots it directly into the, the, uh, the cancer. And he starts, uh, you know, just in pain and doubling over in pain and everything and he passes out when he wakes up the next morning the cancer's gone and uh, he gets all excited and he tell he calls his, his partner and tells her that he did it to himself but that it worked um he called his uh financial friend that was um putting up the money for his research and um then it turn comes out to where um 
it starts melting his skin, I guess you could say, uh, and turning him mad. Um, it turn he, and one of the uh, the effects, and this is a spoiler alert, is pretty gruesome. Where he he, uh, I guess I think he's talking in a in a, uh, a tape recorder or some kind of recording device, and he's talking about how his face he doesn't want his face to get messed up by this uh, disease or this uh, parasite or serum or whatever you want to call it so he cuts his face off and then loosely attaches it back <laughs> um, it just shows how he he just went he's gone mad and um, it just he, he just starts turning into this this creature he can still talk he can still walk I mean, he seems like he's pretty much got his some sense, and just he's he's turned into one of those those mad scientists like uh, uh, people that you've seen in the old movies. You know, like, this movie reminded me a lot of The Fly with Jeff Goldblum um, because uh, he did this for research and he did it to himself. He turns into this creature. Um, the creature, he when he opened his mouth, this tentacle-like thing comes out, and that's what it used to uh, to kill his um, his victims. And he he gets um, spoiler alert again. He gets his girlfriend and his um, buddy that he's uh, putting up the money for his research, and um, in pretty much gr- really gruesome ways. And um, then the rest of the movie is um, his confrontation with his partner and um, himself. The movie is amazing. Um, for a low-budget, independent movie, it is really, really good. The makeup is good in it. The acting is amazing. Um, the uh, and what I want to really uh, enjoyed is. Uh, the uh, ending of it had a um, uh, song called The Ballad of uh, Skinless Pete and uh, <laughs> that that was a, a, a pretty that's a pretty good song it, it's um, you can it's on uh, um, YouTube music if you want to uh, check it out um, but it's a uh, the ending credits that song is playing but yeah this movie is really good I I, I really did um, like it uh, a lot I like the special effects in it I like the acting and the ending is just fucked up it is messed up I like the ending but it's just it's messed up um, so yeah yeah you need to check this movie out um I give it a definite 10 out of 10. Uh, you can watch it on Tubi. It's also on, uh, you can rent it on YouTube. And it's also on uh, Google Play uh, Movies and TV. Uh, now, the, the next movie I want to talk about is, uh, this is a really messed up movie too. And uh, I'll talk about it right after this short break.
now the next movie I want to talk about is a Canadian film. And I've told, I've said this before, I don't think there's been a Canadian movie that I have not liked. Uh, and it's called um, Beyond the Black Rainbow. It came out in, um, in 2010. It's rated R. And it's about an hour and um, 50 minutes long. And now this one is about, uh, despite being under heavy sedation, a young woman tries to make her way out of the Arborea Institute, so secluded, quasi-futuristic commune. Now this movie is directed by uh, Panos Cosmotos. Um, he's the one that. Um, did the, the movie Mandy with uh, Nicolas Cage, which I freaking love that movie. Now, this movie stars um, Eva Eva Bourne. Uh, she plays Alina, the beautiful Eva Bourne. She's a wonderful actress. Uh, she's in a, a movie that I'll be talking about sometime in the future called uh, Girl in the Photographs. Um, this movie also stars Michael J. Rogers. He plays uh, Barry Niles. He was in uh, Hellraiser, uh, Hellseeker, um, one of the Hellraiser um, sequels. And he was also in the uh, anthology, The ABCs of Death. This movie also stars Rondell Raymondson. Uh, she plays Margot. And Marilyn Norrie, she plays Rosemary Niles. Now, this movie actually won uh, five well-deserved uh, awards um, at the um, the Blood in the uh, things called the Blood in the the Snow Canadian Film Festival, Blood in the Snow Canadian Film Festival back in uh, 2012. It won the Bloody Award for the Best Director. It was uh, Pantos Cosmotos. And at the Toronto Film uh, Critics Association Awards, it won the TFC Award for uh, Best Feature Film. And then at the Vancouver Film Critic uh, Circle in 2013, it won the um, VFCC Award for Best Actor in a uh, Canadian film as Michael J. Rogers and it also won a VFCC award for uh, best actor in a Canadian film um, excuse me best director in a Canadian film and that was uh, uh, Panos uh, Cosmotos and uh, then it, it, at the uh, it also won the VFCC award for best British Columbia film. Now, this movie is about a, uh, well, it's, it was made, it's supposed to be back in the 1960s, a doctor by the, by the name of, of uh, Mercurio Arborea uh, opened up a uh, institute called the Arborea, excuse me, it's uh, Mercurio Arborea. And he opened up the institute called Arborea uh, Institute. And uh, it was for uh, 
science to blend science and spirituality and um, this doctor by the name of uh, Dr. Barry Nile uh, he took over the institute and uh, the um, Mercurio uh, Arboria I'm not pronouncing these names right but um, the, uh, the founder of the institute his daughter was um, being held captive by this son Barry Niles uh, her name was Alina and um, she uh, is being kept in the basement of the um, the institute where the basement is a hospital and uh, she has these psychic powers now, now Dr. Niles um, it keeps her um, sedated most of the time and when he's not there he has his TV uh, running that blocks her, um, her her powers and he also controls her with this pyramid shaped object that emits uh, some kind of a power or irradiation or some something it emits something that stops her her um, her uh, ability to uh, have uh, do her powers and um, but he uh, he wears this uh, wig in contacts um, to hide what he really looks like he's bald headed and he's got uh, black eyes and um, he uh, he goes home to he's, he's married and he goes home uh, each night to his wife who pretty much doesn't do nothing but just sit um, she uh, he doesn't give her any attention really and uh, all she does is sit she doesn't every time you see her she's sitting on her couch and um, he was uh, at home um, I'm not going to tell you what he's at home doing but he's doing something to his wife um, Alina escapes and uh, he uh, gets a phone a phone call from uh, this crazy, uh, I guess they call it a security guard, but he's in his strange costume. Looks like almost like a robot. And uh, he comes back and um, starts looking for her. And, and uh, she's out in the woods running away from the, uh, the institute. And uh, there's these um, guys that are camping out and uh, um, they they don't see her but the Dr. Niles sees them and he thinks that they um, had sex with her and I won't tell you what he does to them but he does some things to them and uh, it ends up to where uh, she pretty much gets control of everything um in this movie is really hard to explain. Uh, it's uh, it, well, if you if you seen Mandy, uh, Cosmotos, he's uh, he's got this uh, this certain type of uh, of uh, way to his movies are all pretty much the same way. But he's not real. I think he's really only got two movies that he's directed. Um, that was Mandy in this one, but um, 
the movie has a, uh, well, let's just say if you're sleepy or tired, don't watch it. Make sure you're fully awake because it'll put you to sleep. And I'm not saying it'll put you to sleep because it's boring, but it has this like long drone type music to it. Almost like a, um, well, like a, uh, new age type of music. And the, um, the cinematography in it is, there's a lot of weird, um, colors and, uh, shapes. And, um, it put me to sleep. I was tired and, and I was really into, into the movie and I fell asleep because of the, uh, it's almost like a binary, a bin, what's those, um, binary, uh, beats, I think they call it, um, that you're supposed to listen to to calm you down and stuff. It sounds like that pretty much. It's, it's, it's really soothing if you really watch it. So, um, make sure you're fully awake and not tired or anything. Um, but, uh, it's, like I said, the movie's not boring. Um, it's just really, really intense. Um, hard to explain. Um, but it's really hard to explain any of his movies. Um, but the, the, the cinematography is just amazing. Uh, he does take a, um, a, uh, psychedelic drug at one point, And the, <laughs> that scene is a trip and a half. I mean, it, he, he starts, he, he starts growing a, a, a eye in the center of his head and, uh, then he sees these, uh, really crazy, uh, shapes and lights and then he immerses himself in a uh, black liquid and, um, he just transforms into something really grotesque and, um, he pretty much, he's, he's hallucinating um, about uh, when Alina was born, and uh, he starts, uh, he sees her as a baby, and he um, immerses her in this liquid. I mean, it's it's just it's just strange, strange movie. Um, it's it it, it just keep you on your in, just watch the movie. It's really hard. It's really hard to explain. But like I said, you know, if you're tired or, or, or anything, you know, it might put you to sleep, not because it's boring, but just because of the sound and the, uh, visuals and the visuals is just a total mind fuck. It's just, it's just way out there. So I give this movie an eight out of 10, um, because, because it, it, there's not much talking in it, uh, more act, uh, just more action than in a uh, dialogue um now the ending of it through the whole movie is in the institute and the institute has a lot of red and green and bright white lights in it um black at some parts um and the whole movie is in the institution until she escapes and then it's at the uh outside in the woods um and towards the end of it is um it's pretty cool. Uh, so it's, um, it's just one total mind trip. Uh, but yeah, I, I suggest you watch it. 
Um, I did give it an eight out of ten. Um, but like I said, if you uh, if you have seen Mandy, then you're pretty much gonna know that this one, the cinematography is pretty much the same way. Now Mandy had a lot more action in it, um, due to Nicolas Cage um, going after the uh, the cult and the demon bikers the way he did. But this one doesn't have that much action in it. But it's still uh, it'll keep it'll keep you your attention. So yeah, eight out of ten on this one. You can watch it on on Prime. Uh, you can also watch it on Google Play. Uh, movies and TV. Uh, you can rent it on YouTube. It's on Sling TV. It's on Vudu, Tubi TV, and it's also on uh, Pluto uh, TV. So yeah, now that's the movies for for this week. Um, yeah, just to recap, um, the first one is Jack and Jill. Um, just a retelling, horror retelling of uh, the nursery rhyme Jack and Jill. I even heard. Or I read on IMDb a little um, rhyme that someone put up that I thought was kind of cute. It, it said Jack and Jill went up the hill to escape a mental asylum. Jack went nuts, and so did Jill. They killed everyone around them. <laughs> so, so yeah, I get I gave this movie an eight out of ten. It's it's a good movie. It's a uh, the acting is good in it. It's it. It's a British film, and and the acting, like I said, is is good. It's just okay. Um, give it an eight out of ten. And then, uh, uh, skinless, uh, definitely. <coughs> excuse me, definitely love uh, that movie. Ten out of ten. Uh, it's um, the special effects is really good in it and the acting is good in it messed up ending it's just it's just amazing I love this movie uh, so I give it a 10 out of 10 and then the last one is um, beyond the uh, black rainbow I give it I give it an 8 out of 10 too um, it's a uh, <coughs> excuse me it's um got uh, a lot of uh, visual effects that just it's just it's like a transcendental meditation tape or movie it's just weird it's weird but uh, I give it an 8 out of 10 like I said if you're you know it might put you to sleep because of the uh, the uh, music soundtrack and the uh, the visuals in it so if you watch it make sure you're com- you're fully awake um, not tired. Um, so yeah, that's the movies for this week. Um, I really have some, I have some really good ones for next week. And, um, so, uh, hope you get to watch these, these movies, uh, especially Skinless. Uh, out of these three, I think Skinless is, uh, is my favorite out of these three. Uh, so yeah, I've, uh, if you all want to get hold of me, send me an email at joefarrar1961 at uh, gmail.com. And uh, I uh, hope you all get the, you like these movies. And until next time, keep it scary.